I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Oh, yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservation. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. If you did, I'd have a car. See, you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take it. Let me uh, speak with my supervisor. My supervisor says there's nothing we can do. Yeah, it looked like you were in a real conversation over there. But we do have a compact if you would like that. Fine. All right. Would you like insurance? Yeah, you better give me the insurance because I am going to beat the hell out of this. <laughs> Your reservation is ready. Your mask. <laughs> Wear your mask. Why? Your mask. Your mask. <laughs> Not with a K. Oh, welcome. Mask. Right? <laughs> your mask. Welcome. Are, like you, are you guys masked up? <laughs> Wear your mask. Pull welcome. your mask up, shorty. Pull your mask up. <laughs> welcome to a new episode of Reservation for Three. I am your host. Uh, Alicia and I am not showing any part of my hair forehead down <laughs> for at least three more weeks. <laughs> and with me, I got my girl, <laughs> La Diva, the Diva. What's up, everybody? Sorry. And of course, the one and only, the Professor. <laughs> the I'm professor. here, Professor. Yes, I'm here. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. Thank you guys so much for uh, continuing to, to join us as we continue on this journey. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you for all of the subscriptions and downloads and all of the feedback. We are loving it. We are appreciative. Uh, don't stop. Continue to, to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, shout out to our entire uh, brotherhood on the, in, the entire UNU network. Um, all of the shows, you guys can find the links to the shows uh, on Twitter and IG at U-A-N-D-U underscore network. Um, 
all of the shows, A Taste to Consider, What's Going On, Rip, Unprocessed Knowledge. We've got Scott over there. Three stars, two bars. We've got Lim, Tay, and Son. Uh, Cody Shim, um, who actually had a really great show. I listened to it this morning. Kind of, I was... Uh, while I was running my errands, I talked a little bit about greed. So I, I really enjoyed the show low. And of course, separate the two, uh, John and Greg. So uh, you guys definitely take an opportunity to check out all of our shows under the entire network. Yeah, we are here. Uh, and it's actually we're recording a day early. Um, so <laughs> by the time we hear this, uh, yeah, we another are. day would have passed. But <laughs> <laughs> It's all good though. We are here. We're here. We're gonna we're gonna have wine this Saturday afternoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm ready. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing I'm wrong ready. with that. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has been a long week. And and I understand that Jesse Jackson and his wife are, are still in the hospital. Um, yes. still battling COVID. So prayers up to Jesse Jackson and yeah, definitely praying and his wife. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh it, it's really a reminder of that no matter how far we think we've come with this this pandemic and this uh, global health emergency, we, we really have a long way to go. Um, so I'll continue another, prayers to them in, in yeah, I, I think I another year. A year. Another year or a year and yeah. a half. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. uh, 2023. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I mean, really, at the rate yeah. that we're going, I, yeah. I would I'm gonna be have surprised. So much, I'm going to have so much time off stored up. <laughs> all my leave because I can't go nowhere. I'm just in the house. So. <laughs> 2020, 2023, I'm going to take the whole year off because I'm going to have a lot of use or lose. I know that's right. At that rate. But yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and everybody, you know, battling COVID. And uh, I know the kids are, a, a large group of kids are getting ready to go back to school on Monday, including mine. So, um, certainly prayers to the families who are, you know, have a little anxiety like myself. I know, Diva, you've been in it uh, a couple weeks now, but. Um, we had yeah. orientation uh, Wednesday, and I got overwhelmed by the amount of people. Just you know, and I think everybody yeah. did their best in terms of of trying to be distant. You know, we're in the gym, and um, they're they're doing the presentation. You know, no one sat too close. But yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So you know, shout out to the did kids. they um did they go over any COVID protocol with you? I know I mentioned to y'all earlier this week about what happened with the Asia school with the two kids in her class and not getting any communication from the school um, about about it and then basically being told that you know they've got these different parameters that kind of vary from what I've been hearing from the CDC so like it's kind of up to the school just to notify people if they felt like they were in close contact with them even though one of the kids actually sat next to her in class so it's like how close do they need to be because y'all never contacted me so (laughs) you know did they talk about that yeah no 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 protocols obviously you got the message that if you're not feeling well stay home um right and and that's that's just about it in terms of contact tracing i think that they have a plan for that but um no there's no (laughs) it just feels like it's gonna be we're gonna wing it um Mm -hmm. i kind of think that it's oh it's (laughs) i is there's it's really no way to really get around um this you know um i think that uh people even if they come in contact they're not going to tell anyone anyone you know what i'm saying just for the simple fact of the fear 
you know. So um, it's better just to assume that everyone has it <laughs> and just take your precautions. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not, not saying that, you know, you have to be fearful, but just, you know, just take your precautions because there are people who, you know, they might, they can just be asymptomatic. I mean, that's still a thing, you know. That, right. You know, so, and you don't have any symptoms, but yet, you know, you're just doing whatever because you don't feel sick, but you carry it. So, you know, I. Yeah. That's why I met with it. At this point, every time she walks out the door, it's going to be wear your mask. Indeed. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I just make that Make that her alarm. <laughs> make that her alarm ringtone. Right. <laughs> I, um, I just every took my niece. Down to um, North North Carolina Central on Monday, and um, and so uh, their procedures were: you couldn't take a COVID test and bring your results. You couldn't do that, so you had to go to the school, and it had to be somewhat scheduled. Um, so of course, oh. um, so I had to take off of work because it was on a Monday, and um, couldn't move in on a Saturday because the COVID testing was closed. So when we got to the campus, um, we had to um, go to the COVID center and they had to do rapid tests. And that would be, and that's, okay. was, and that was the only way to um, move her on campus. We all had to have wow. a, neg- a negative uh, results. So, that's so if you had got all it. the way down there, so if you had got all the way down there and so she's yeah. negative, but you're positive, then I wouldn't then, be able to help her move. I wouldn't be able to go into the dorm. Wow. To move her in. So but she would have been they, but then at that point she would have been in contact with you. So what's the Yeah, so it's yeah. So that's how they but um from what I guess some people cuz there was actually one, um one particular person who was down there. They had moved in and they were and they tested positive. So they have an actual dorm for quarantine. Okay. So you move into okay. that dorm for quarantine, which is good. But um, okay. yeah, when I talked to my niece the other day, she said that, um, you know, a couple of students have tested positive for COVID down there at the school. Wow. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. goodness. I ain't trying to go back there and pick you back up. So that's where we'll be at with yeah. it. <laughs> I, will, I would really be surprised if, if these schools make it a full year. I, I, I would be surprised. I don't think they're going to make it. The not, well, they might make it up until December, but <laughs> but January yeah. is a no because once it starts getting cold and people start really getting sick. Oh yeah. Then that you know because if you look at it, um, people you know you typically get sick in the winter. You know than you do in the summertime because so winter comes. It's going to be hell on wheels. Out yes. Here. So. Yeah. So prayers out to, to the kids and the families who are going back, you know, not only just prayers for a successful school year. And um, as we all kind of readjust to this new norm um, mm-hmm. and they haven't been around each other. And I heard a couple of <laughs> kids have already just been dealing with some crazy situations as they have gone back. Um, but, uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get through it and continue to <laughs> work through. And uh, I know for mine, she's excited and we got a, you know, high schooler now and. Yes. Excited <laughs> to, 
So I'm excited. Yeah, I couldn't. Im- I couldn't imagine doing high school from home, especially like. No. I felt bad for DeAsia having to do freshman year from right. home last year. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, so. we would have been shit out of luck because we had dial up. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we were, we were all on Teddy. We was on Teddy Riley's internet back then. We was all they would have oh, sent us home with the paper packets. Up. Y'all better complete your paper yes. packets and turn them paper packets back uh, in. That's what it would have been. A, them paper packets <laughs> from all your classes and turn them in at the end of the school year. And that's oh how you gonna get gosh, your grade. That was terrible. Th- yeah, that dialogue yeah. was no joke. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what y'all got planned for the rest of the weekend? I don't know. Now that I finished watching all four seasons of The Shy, I don't Look really have you. anything. And you to did do. that really quickly. You she did that did really it quickly. This, I did it this week. I did a season a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, I just, now I just finished. Um, but you're working, right? But you're working. Yes. I was working. <laughs> Please, and I did a lot of work. Shoot, let me tell you, I did. I had a very fruitful work week. So I, you I know, finished it's no show. different than people who work with their radio on. You yep. know, it's the same thing. I totally agree. It is. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I finished. Definitely not. But <laughs> I finished the shower <laughs> on um, on yesterday. Now I, I was just catching up on my episodes. I was behind two episodes. Well, I watched the last. Okay, two. so, 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 Diva, this is your. So we, I've watched the show every season. It's come out. So now you're the newcomer, and you've binged <laughs> the entire thing. What are your thoughts about it? Um, I feel like I went through so many emotions. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> watching it that way, yes. Um, yes. I went through so much, and like constantly trying to figure out who I liked, who I didn't like, who I trusted. Um. How I felt about Ronnie being killed. Um, how I how Ronnie. I felt about right. How I felt about the mayor still being alive. Um, you know, just different things that that happened. You know, I was completely stressed out on season three with Keisha. I think I mean I was stressing yeah, like was Keisha stressing. was was my yeah. child. I was stressed every single yeah. episode. I was like, and yeah. we gonna find out what happened to Keisha this time. Like I was yeah. so stressed out for her, but. Um, all in all, I think it was a really good show. I understand the um, circumstances that surrounded what happened with Brandon's character, but I felt like they could have still done more in season three and or four to kind of, it was just like you came back to season three and here they had a funeral. You know, like they could have put something else out there. <laughs> uh, right, like I was like, dang. Dead. I was like, oh, we, and then you, you waited like eight episodes for them to be like, well, you know, Duda had him killed or Duda killed him. Like, and that was it. You know, yeah. so I just felt like they didn't, though they had to kill his character off for, <laughs> for those circumstances, they could have built a little bit more of it into the storyline. But I can see that. Yeah. But no, that that yeah. third that second season that was a that was definitely a transition. I I don't think I enjoyed uh, that second and season. And let very me ask, much. Do, do y'all think that the fourth season didn't have enough money in their budget for lighting, or was it just me? Because I felt like it was really dark on every was it episode. Dark? No, it was it, dark. It was dark. It, it, was, it was, dark. was really dark. dark. I had to lighten up my screen. That's so funny. Yeah. Because I was like, is my TV? I was like, what's wrong? Like, how come it's dark everywhere all the time? It's so dark. I'm yeah. squinting and stuff. I don't think they had enough um, but money in the budget for the lights. I well, don't they, know what happened. I don't think so. I, I, were they still recording in the pandemic? See, I, 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 don't I know. think they probably I think were, so. but they. Yeah. So I kind of think but, that's yeah. Um, 
So they didn't have a lighting crew because of COVID? Maybe. Trying to figure out where, you, where can you cut. You know, we can you cut a little bit of funds that we don't need. Yeah. We don't need too much light, so let me cut, cut funds here. and people. We, yeah, we, 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 it was just br- it was really dark. It was like nighttime every every episode. It was not, it was nighttime. Uh, all well, you the know, time. You, you know, really randomly. So I just started watching. Actually, I, I kind of started. I haven't. I have to put a pause on it. But I've, I started watching Manifest. Have you guys seen this yet? I'm I'm done with that. No. I, <gasps> oh. Oh, oh, good. Okay, so hang on. Okay, so I didn't know. Done that is the in, mayor, as in you watched it, or done is in he's not watching it. No, no, anymore. no, no. I, I. Let me see how many seasons. It's three seasons, right? Three, three. So yeah, I, yeah. I completely stopped at season two, after season two. I didn't go back to watch uh, season three. Okay. Because, oh, okay. Because All I'm right. over it, and I'm I'm right. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of the prolonged BS. So, I, I, but what is it about? What is it about? Interesting. Well, so first of all, let me just say today is eight twenty eight. So I feel like since I started watching Manifest, oh. that's all I've been seeing is eight twenty eight. But the mayor, but the mayor, what is his real name? I don't even know his real name. But the mayor is in Manifest. So I was like, oh, I, really? Yes, yes. What is his real name? I need to look that up. Um, but and speaking of eight twenty eight, I just want to say it is the one year anniversary of um, when we lost Chadwick Boseman. Oh, so um, continue the rest oh, of yeah. Yes. Yeah, continue to rest. Yeah, there were a lot of anniversaries this week, actually. Yeah, um, yeah Leah. We had Aaliyah. We had a, the anniversary of her One in a Million album, as well as her death. Mm-hmm. We had the anniversary also for the um, AT Aliens um, album. So there were a lot of anniversaries. Mm-hmm. So, some happy, some sad this week. So yeah. while we're waiting for Alicia to queue up yeah. this man's name. So, man- <laughs> so Manifest is pretty much about a. Um, a f- flight manifest or a plane that disappeared okay and then when they returned it was five years later or something like that i believe it was like five years later and they just appeared out of nowhere so and they're trying to figure out um what happened so that's pretty much what the show is about Mm -hmm. and then there's a whole lot of other stuff dipping and dabbing into different type of areas yeah. for them I don't think to I'm gonna out. watch it it's I mean well, no the well, first today. season the first season is good but when they start going down the rabbit it hole it really is I said oh, I'm not no, going it is I'm not going down that rabbit hole with you not on this show Alicia I will not be watching any more manifest so but, don't ask but so his do. name his name is Curtis Cook Curtis Cook mm, okay okay well, shout out to Curtis Cook, but we it don't sound like I'm gonna be watching. I will suggest you watch the first season. The first season was really good. The first season, but was good. why? If I'm not gonna watch two and three, and apparently, season? apparently it had been canceled, but that they because of like the fans and people have been. Uh, it, it's almost uh, like survival. But here's the important oh, question. So here's the only. Here's what I need to know to decide if I'm gonna watch it, Alicia. How is the lighting? The lighting is good. The lighting, the lighting is great. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> then I'll, I'll I'll give it a try because I'm not squinting through another three seasons of nothing. I don't care who's on. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's mm. good. It's good. Uh, can we open this wine now? Like, can I? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get into this wine. Now I'm gonna tell you. We're y'all. gonna go ahead and open it early because you know this week it's not a twist top, so it's gonna take a little bit of work. <laughs> but, yeah. so. Now I'm gonna go ahead. Now I'm gonna go ahead and tell go. y'all. So you know, I, you know 
I said we weren't going to discuss this on the show. Go ahead and tell him. Go ahead and tell him, <laughs> Professor, I'm, how you had to Jimmy rig your bottle. I just want y'all to know how I am a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to get to know me through the podcast. But in real life, I'm just generally a whole mess. So um, I don't own any corkscrews or anything, right? So this wine that we are um, going to talk about today um, is a corkscrew wine. I don't know what I don't know the proper term for it because I'm hoodish. I think it's corked, so, right? Is it just corked? I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I only I only know hutch okay. stuff, right? And so you know, <laughs> and this is about to get real hood. So let's so let's go. <laughs> I had to because I don't own a corkscrew. Now I have wine, but I, you know I just twist my stuff. So um, and what I did was I had to figure out a way to pop open this um wine so i think this is a i don't know what kind of object this is that i have i wish we was doing a live but it's like but i think i think it goes into like make the sure turkey. you take a picture of it so we can post it yeah. on instagram i'm gonna have to yes. do that i think it's i think you use it for like a turkey or or when you're roasting it i mean or uh we're rotisserying it i think that's what it's used for so i use that and i kind of like just push the cork all the way down so it, okay. but then I, but then I just splashed wine all over my desk, you know. And then, and then the dog started drinking it. Well, licking up dog because it went everywhere, right? So yeah, that's make sure we get the dog's review at the end. Let, let's make so, sure we find out what the dog thinks you know, of it. <laughs> hood shit, man. Hood shit. You know. Okay, go ahead. But, okay, well, I am gonna use my um, electric. <laughs> Um, wine opener real quick So let me see If I can get into this Are yeah, oh, we haven't even opener. Opened the bottle I... See No I hadn't opened mine yet Oh Okay See they They, they, they over there They got that That good stuff Where you can You know I ain't, I ain't got all that Cause you know That's not what I do so, you know, I'm actually tomorrow, I'm hosting a bridal shower for my, my sister and love to be. Um, shout out to Tamisha and Lenny. They're getting married in almost, I think, two weeks. Two, awesome. Weeks. Um, but but one of the, the, the bridesmaids, they're like, should we bring wine? I'm like, oh, let me tell you about this wine. <laughs> Here's what you bring. <laughs> okay. You will be an expert by the end of this. Um, I am. I am. I'm going to walk around and tell everybody, uh, did, did you smell? Did you smell? And apparently, you, it's a, and apparently there's a, a a red wine glass and a white wine glass. <laughs> right, right. But there's actually more than that. But there's yes, more there's than sparkling that. wine glasses. See, I'm not into all that. I got this one glass, and that's what we use for it all. <laughs> he drinking out of a red Dixie cup, y'all. No, no. <laughs> well, actually, so I was gonna be I was gonna be real hood and just drink out the bottle and take it to the head, but I said no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I could though. Sometimes, I mean, that would be better. I, I, I actually, I will tell you, when I was researching this wine, I did see um, one of the wine sites saying that you can just drink this wine with a straw out the bottle, like you, this, and it's apparently acceptable. So, I um, use, use my Fat Tuesday, <laughs> uh, my Fat Tuesday uh, straw. Okay. <laughs> well. I've opened mine. Alicia, is yours open? We know what happened over there with, with the professor. Is yours yes, open? Yes, Alicia has several okay. uh, several wine bottle openers available. Okay, well, mine is good to go too. So if y'all want to pour up, y'all can, but... <laughs> Hold up. 
Okay. And what I said wasn't open. I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's a lot going on today. There's a lot going on today. We are. So. Oh, look at this. It says on the, the cork, it says living a fine life is an art form. I don't know okay. what my All cork right. said because my cork is in mine the bottle. Mine says, <laughs> oh gosh. Well, mine does not say what yours does. Mine says oh. fine wine can turn a good meal into a feast. And oh, that I is like actually that. a quote from Robert Mondavi. And so um, just so y'all know, this week's wine is a Robert Mondavi wine. This oh. comes from the um, Robert Mondavi private selection. Um I didn't know this until this week. Robert Mondavi also makes those the Woodbridge line, which I, I'm more familiar with seeing. That's also part of their um, wine collection. But we're doing the bourbon barrel aged Chardonnay. Um, he has a whole collection of bourbon, uh, bourbon barrel aged. They've got the Chardonnay, the red wine blend. They've got a, um, I think they have a Cabernet Sauvignon maybe. Um, but and they've got something else that's done in a rye barrel. But um, I was excited to try the wines from this particular collection because they are also um, aged in in oak barrels. So again, this wine um, it is a Chardonnay that we're doing this week, and with this wine, they of course they go through the regular process, but then they have a select few. Um, of their lots that are chosen to be aged in whiskey barrels from a famous Kentucky bourbon company that they won't name, but I'm sure we could all probably figure it out. Jack um, Daniels. Daniels. I think it, I'm pretty, it's got to be Jack, right? Um, but we'll go with famous Kentucky since they didn't want to um, say, say anything else. <laughs> um, and apparently um, the aging process in the barrels adds some twist and hints of caramel vanilla toasted oak and mm. brown spice to the chardonnay which normally a chardonnay is going to have um hints of pineapple and peaches um green apples so um i'm really excited to try this this is one of our higher alcohol volume wines that we've tried so far um it's 14.5 percent alcohol by volume yes and um and what i did find is that the there's um a vineyard he has a couple but one of them it's the number one vineyard in the u.s and it's number five in the world so i'm i'm that's a good piece for that but we're gonna go ahead and pour well i'm gonna pour i think i'm late on the pouring um yes indeed give me a second (laughs) Definitely and been poured. So y'all know the first S. I, I think y'all should know it now. What are we do, what are we doing? We're seeing. Seeing. Oh, I poured a little more than y'all. Okay. Well, I think uh-huh. compared to obviously the the red wine we tried last week, this is very clear. Like I can I can see through mm-hmm. the glass. Like, it's got bubbles in it. Yeah, mine's a little, <laughs> a little a little fizz. Not not a ton. Just a little. A little sprinkle yes. of a fizz or something. Just a couple. You see anything different you want to add in, Professor? Nope. No? Okay. Nah. And we're going to swirl, which is Alicia's new talent. Check me out. Check me out. Not we over my laptop, any, though. We seeing any uh, legs? Well, you know. So, so compared to compared to my, my, my legs last week, no, this isn't as many. So I don't think so. 
I wonder if they're not as visible because it's not red. (laughs) 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 Well, (laughs) I'm going to sniff mine because I'm going to let y'all sip while I go into more details about the wine. But I wanted to get through our steps real quick. That's interesting. Like it it starts off, it, it starts off with the a wine taste but that bourbon whiskey comes right in mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing come right that thing came right in <laughs> i was gonna say it kicked you right in the back of your throat like okay i was like Damn. all right so while y'all are <laughs> while y'all are drinking that um again this week we're doing um a chardonnay and uh when i was doing my research i found a quote that said that there's a chardonnay for every palate um And it's actually, I guess, what makes it the most popular white wine in the world. Um, They say it's a very neutral wine. Okay. That is usually dry, which I can see that. It's usually a dry wine, and it's normally a medium to full body. Um, Typically not too sweet, which is surprising considering, you know, the different fruits that they say play a part in it. Right. Um, You you would think it would be a sweeter wine. Right. and this particular wine does have a higher alcohol by volume percentage than the standard U.S. Um, amount per glass. Apparently, in the U.S., the standard is 12%. But because of for Chardonnays, they tend to be higher, um, particularly the ones grown in California, Chile, and South Africa. They're normally at about 15%, so we're not that far off with this one being 14 and a half. Um, what I thought was cool with the Chardonnays is that they have the oaked version versus the um, unoaked version. And your unoaked Chardonnays are going to be more like a um, Sauvignon Blanc, which typically has a more refreshing taste and um, has more flavors of the, the green apples and lemons, kind of like a Pinot Grigio. Mm. Um, it's going to be a little bit more dry and minerally than your oaked Chardonnay, which is what we're drinking today. Um, so with that oaked flavor, you are supposed to get hints of butter. It's supposed to be a more buttery flavor. I haven't tasted the butter yet, but I guess everyone uses I haven't butter. tasted anything but whiskey in yes. my wine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's it (laughs) (laughs) well the aging of the wine in the oak is also supposed to add hints of um i think i mentioned it already vanilla caramel butter and spice and if it's um comes from a cooler climate it's going to be more citrusy versus more of a tropical fruit um and a smooth and rich taste if it comes from a warmer climate this wine should be served at roughly 45 to 50 degrees if it's unoaked and 50 to 60 degrees if it's oaked and again, this one was our first one. No, it's not our first. The first one we had also was corked. I just didn't remember because Alicia opened it. Um, but this is a corked wine, not a twist top. As we were talking, you should be using a white or a sparkling wine glass. The smaller bowl will um, preserve the, the delicateness and, um, of the wine as well as the delightful aromas. But the longer stem is there to keep your hands from warming the the wine by pressing your hand by having your hand be up against the bowl so because you got the longer stem then uh, it allows you to use the stem alicia i don't want to use my <laughs> stem i want to <laughs> so so the, but now that defeats the purpose you're warming it up by wrapping it in your hand good okay so that's the purpose of that <laughs> um <laughs> well we're not going to do that <laughs> <laughs> so, so 
<laughs> Lastly, um, as always, I just want to go over some things that pair well with your Chardonnay. Um, for your unoaked Chardonnays, that's going to be more of um, your your fresh seafood, your sushis, your oysters on the half shell, lobster, crab, cl- um, clams, things like your chicken piccata, um, brie, fontina, and mozzarella cheeses, lemon cheesecake, uh, mm. fresh fruits, vanilla, vanilla pudding, which I don't eat, um, and I'm just, I don't think I would drink wine with my pudding if I did, but... Um, and apricot tart, tarts. Um, and then on the oaked side, you're looking at something um, that's going to be a more intense dish because they are heavier in butter. The oaked um, Chardonnays are heavier in butter. So you're looking at your grilled and smoked salmon, okay. crab cakes, um, pork tenderloin, mushroom risotto, pumpkin ravioli, uh, butternut squash, mm, um, something like a fettuccine carbonara. And any type of crusty pastry, like an apple strudel, a strawberry cobbler, uh, um, citrus souffle, something along those lines would pair nicely with your oaked Chardonnay. Um, Now, again, we want to make sure we don't forget our fifth S, which is to savor the wine. And we just want to keep all these things in mind as we continue to sip throughout the rest of the show. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, and it's always funny when you... When you go through the foods that pair well, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that probably would yeah. taste good with that. Yeah, I can, mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. So, and now that I'm kind of getting a few, a few more sips, and it's actually not bad. It's not. Um, yeah. So, okay, I'll, I'll save my my review for <laughs> the time we rate it. Yes, indeed, we will. Okay. All right, y'all want to get into this Master I- Rhyme clip? Oh yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead. Alright, let me pull it up so I won't be yelled at. In the last 15 months, COVID could suck a We outside! All these little weird government policies and mandates suck a I'm trying to take our civil liberties away. Feels good to be back outside. We outside for real. It's called the God-given right of freedom, right? No human being supposed to tell you you can't even breathe freely. Fuck your mask. I'm not saying. All right, Buster said, "F your mask." <laughs> and and along with he that, did. so he did. yeah, and and I guess. Um, so Sarah Sa- Safari. <laughs> Safari. I thought I I was like, if y'all I'm call this man that. Serafina Seraphina. again, I was gonna fall Seraphina. out. Safari. <laughs> Safari is actually how it's spelled, but Well yeah, so so we had Buster this week come out and you know, with, with his stance on F the mm-hmm. mask, which I think is insane. You know, I I get I get the I I get the vaccination. I get I get the the feelings about it. I can see both sides of the argument. But really, Buster, just the even the mask you feel like is a civil a civil liberty being taken away from you. Right, and I mean, first and foremost, I would love to know what the uh, COVID numbers are going to look like after that show or what they were looking like after that show for all the people who were agreeing and like, yeah, we're going to take our masks off. But uh, I just think 
his his stance did remind me a lot of the video that I shared um, with you all from Safari. But he was mad because the restaurant wanted to see proof of vaccination. And um, I mean, and I guess for me, it just wasn't hearing Safari go off. It's kind of like there are other restaurants who have already said that we heard about that. Just like when you're traveling or just like uh, right. Jonathan said to go to school, you know, you have to provide proof of certain things um, in the effort to try to get a grip on this and to try to keep people safe. So. While I understand that you want to be able to go out and do things freely, I mean, we all do. At the same token, you have to be respectful of, of and I guess, I, I, respectful of others. Like, this is a highly communicable thing, you know, so wh right. why wouldn't you want to protect others? Why wouldn't you, even if you are a seemingly healthy individual, you don't know if you're coming in contact with some of your friends and relatives who might have underlying illnesses right. and you're making people more susceptible to getting these things just because you don't want to wear something as simple as a mask. But I mean, if you go, I think someone sent me the clip earlier this week of um, what is that comedian's name? Is it Pierre? Yes. And he and he was saying how and I didn't think about it that way till he said it. You don't look at a doctor when they come into the room when you're in the hospital and they're wearing a mask. Like, why do you have your mask on? Because you understand that the purpose is to protect themselves as well as mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the same concept. Like, no one's saying you got to keep your, ma your mask on when you're at home and in those certain environments that are yours. But when you're out in a public place inter interacting with public and the public people, I just think... It's it shouldn't be that hard, that big of a deal. Like when you when you're going out to eat, when you get to your table, they're not telling you to keep your mask on while you're sitting there and engaging with the people who you're eating right. dinner with. Right. It's just to get into the while you're walking through the establishment. So I, for me, I just I don't see what the big deal is, but. That's my piece on that for now. I'll let y'all say what y'all are thinking. So yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm sorry, Professor. No um, but yeah, I'm 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 definitely in agreement. I just <laughs> the the numbers at least show that the masks help. You know, there's no there's no cure for this. There's no um, perfect perfect data, perfect information. But we do have data that shows okay, these help. They help slow the spread. Uh, and that coupled with the distance and, and a lot of those other measures that were put in place at the very top of, of the pandemic helped. And I just think it's just so reckless. It is just so reckless for for him to do that in, in that crowd when he's on stage. Like he he's not in the crowd with those other people, right? Like he has the mm -hmm. opportunity to sit on this stage with maybe five, six other people who absolutely need to be on in this space. And you're telling people who are probably shoulder to shoulder, you know, in a crowd of, of, of hundreds of people. So, so your, your risk and those people who are there to see you, the risk is different. So I just, mm -hmm. I think it's reckless and I think it's selfish. And mm -hmm. there's, there's not a civil, a civil liberty in, in trying to be safe in trying to protect your neighbor. There's that. That's not. That's not a civil. A civil liberty. That's, that's. That's just common courtesy. That's just like, I, I want to do my best to make sure that I'm protecting myself and I'm protecting you. 
I go in my parents' house and my parents are vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. My sister's vaccinated. I still walk in with my mask because it, I want to make sure that I'm out here, you know, I'm working, my child is out here, you know, so, so my parents don't have that type of exposure. So even with the consideration that they, yeah, if, if something happens, we, we're, we're hoping that the vaccine is going to help ensure that it minimizes the symptoms, but I'm wearing my mask just to make sure that I'm adding that, that little layer of protection, right? you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so it's for, to hear Buster say that, like, I just think it's, it's selfish it's selfish, it's inconsiderate, and especially of the people who have probably paid to see this man, who have been in the house, and I hear we outside now. Yes, we want to be outside. I want to continue to be outside. But if that small step ensures that I am not only protecting myself, but I'm protecting anybody else that I may come in contact with after I leave, like that's, that's what I'm going to do. And I just think that it was very selfish of him um, to say that. Indeed. Um, I really don't have much to say about that um that whole yeah. situation, um because it's just um unfortunate that um you have people that have the platform and uh, uh right. will have the have the platform to you know speak um to people and they use it in a negative way, you know what I'm saying. It's not so much about you not um, wearing a mask or you're not. It's so much bigger than that. You're talking about the United States as a whole um, losing over 500,000 people. And, um, and, and, it, and it's probably more than that now. But um, mm-hmm. I've, I know when a year of... Well, uh, pretty, pretty much about a year of COVID, it was it was over five hundred thousand people, and then if you and then and the sad part about it is that you know a lot of people don't read, you know what I'm saying. So even if you don't want to get the vaccination, I mean that's fine, you know it's whatever you want to do. However, um, wearing a mask is is just a precaution. You know what I'm saying? But then you look at the statistics that goes on, and then I'm just going to just do a few. Or I'm going to use Maryland because, you know, that's where I reside in the DMV. So you have, um, let me see, there's 35% of black deaths in Maryland, mm. right? And the total mm-hmm. population is 30%. Mm. You do, so Damn. you see what I'm saying? So that's a whole yeah. lot of people. So that means there's only yeah. 7% of blacks left in Maryland because 30% of them already died. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And then and then when you look at Washington, D.C., you have, let's see, you have 71% deaths of blacks. And the total population is 45%. So you're over. Yeah. You're over the amount of people that's in the district. You see what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's, it's like, it's, it, it, it's just a precaution. You know what I'm saying? You, you can do, it's not just about you. It's, it's about mm-hmm. everyone. How can we all come together? And the problem with the United States is, well, 
is that no one wants to to work together. Everyone wants to be separate. Or, well, I'm gonna do this by myself. No, you know what I'm saying. Nobody wants to. Be, no, no one wants to help. No one wants to uh, mend together to make things better. And and even and even with that thought, like that that says to me that I need to make sure that I'm doing what's best for me and mine, right? And mm-hmm. and taking those steps because I understand that I'm doing the best. I'm wearing my mask. You know, I've 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 taken the vaccination. I've I've done my part in this pandemic, right? And mm-hmm. I understand that my neighbor down the hall, right, and or people that Autumn may be going to school with or people that I even work with don't feel the same way. So how can I continue to protect me? And mine. And for right. me, it's it's doing those things. I am wearing my mask. I'm going to wear my mask. <laughs> Your mask. <laughs> Your mask, yeah. And so, and so on the flip side of that, we have uh, Safari. I'm not going to say Seraphie. These are. <laughs> but we have uh, Safari, and this, and this was the, the clip with him earlier this week. Hey, yo, hold on a second. Let me show y'all this place real quick. What's this? Mel's driving. These niggas just told me I need a vaccination card to come in and eat. Hey, yo, Mel, suck my dick. Yo. Oh, my, yo. Ooh, yo. Nah, that shit just got me hot. Yo. They said, do you have your vaccination card in order to sit down and eat? You stupid, dumb fucks. Hey, yo, you know what? Biden, fuck you too. Biden, you ain't shit. And I ain't gonna lie. Listen, when Trump was here, it was a lot more noise, but... Trump was, uh, th- th- at least that nigga was shaking shit up. Biden, you quiet as shit. Yo, this whole, oh my God. These niggas said I needed a vaccination. Yo, I fucking hate America. Yo, you stupid piece of muck. Yo. Yo. Per the city of San Francisco's revised health order dated, proof of vaccination is required to dine inside. Yo, are y'all fucking kidding me? You dumb, stupid fucks. That vaccination don't... Yo. There's people getting that vaccinated who's still dying. You pit, yo. Fuck you. Who is back? So, first of all, there's a bunch of of <laughs> kind of side topics in, in, this, in this clip. But aren't his kids American? <laughs> like, can I just start with that? He said, I hate America. But aren't his kids American? Yes. Okay. I just I just wanted to make sure. But you know, I my issue with with Safari is you're you're placing the mandates of the cards on a president when he doesn't even understand how America works. These are state decisions, right? So mm-hmm. you're saying F your president of the president right. But he had he didn't make that decision. Right. Just like in Texas, they they are anti-mask mandates. They had the anti-mask mandates in Texas and in Florida. So it's definitely on a state by state basis. So it's just it's just the the ignorance of it all. It's just ignorance, in my opinion. You know, you're you can have an opinion about the vaccination, but at least be informed enough of policies and processes of a country that you hate. Uh, and the the country that your kids <laughs> actually belong to, like right. 
and, and if right. and I, I want to post the video because you know he, he's clearly he's he's taking his finger and he's like reading it word for word like i hate people who read with their fingers <laughs> but, but, but it's crazy it's crazy because this red flag red flag <laughs> red flag <laughs> this is something that has been pretty much in in the air for about i guess ever since probably about may about right. you know um a lot of businesses were saying that you you know you have to wear you if either you have to wear your mask in the store and some places you, you know have to show your vaccination card because they don't care about what you got going on they're trying to so the <laughs> the crazy part about it is i don't have a problem with that and the reason why i don't have a problem with it is because if well I will hope that as you as a business are, you know, stating that, you know, you have to have your vaccination card, you are having your employees do the same exact thing. You know what I'm saying? So I will hope that, but I will feel more safe at that establishment than some of these other establishments, because at least I know that everyone that's in this establishment has been vaccinated. You know, that, and that's just my yeah. personal opinion. You know, some people, right. you know, they don't. And I, I guess, like my, I would be concerned though. Also, like, cause like how you said, you had to have a positive, I had to take have a negative COVID test. You know, so there are places that people they might not be asking for your vaccination card, but they're asking you to prove that you have not tested positive for COVID. Right. So. How are we determining what is a violation of your rights and what isn't? So you're okay with someone saying, well, we need to swab your nose in order for you to come to this establishment. Because he definitely had to do that to go. Well, he had, he has to do that when he goes home to Jamaica. You got to have a test. Right. You you can't, you can't, you have to test before you can travel to Jamaica. Right. Now, I'm now I don't want to kind of, I don't want to skip back, but even with the Busta Rhymes video, Roland Martin responded and got him together real good. You know, he got, he, got he, say? <laughs> he said a whole lot. You just got, um, we're going to, we're going to post a video of it because it was on his Instagram. Okay. Cause it's about 10 okay. to 15 minutes or even 20 minutes long. Okay. But yeah, so <laughs> he really got him together, you know, because, and then he also um, asked Buster Rhyme to come on his show, but of course he didn't. But back to the whole safari thing, it well, um, Roland Martin did he said something that kind of st- you know kind of stuck out that kind of what happens in mostly every restaurant that you go to. A lot of restaurants have certain policies, right? There, right. Um, you know, there are certain policies where even if you go to a club, you know what I'm saying, each establishment has a policy. Some establishments say you you know you have you can't wear a tank top. You have to have on a on an actual shirt. Mm-hmm. There's clubs that you go to that say you can't wear boots. You can't wear Nike boots. You can't wear Tim's. You have to w- wear some um some form of a uh, a soft bottom shoe. You know what I'm saying? But you don't ha- you don't have any problem with that because that's where you want to go to. But do you have a problem with 
them asking for a vaccination, a vaccination card because you don't have one or whatever. But every establishment that you go to, they have their own policies. Either you abide by them or you just don't go to it at all. But right. you just chose to make this whole video because right now we're in a pandemic and you feel as though right. that's that's the hot topic. So let me just go ahead and make a fuss about it. But if you go to one of these other establishments that say you can't wear flip-flops in there, so you're not going to make a fuss about that. So it's like, no. you know, you you want to you just want to excite the people because we're in a pandemic. And, you know, you have some people where because it's a hot topic now, you have people out here that's going to just back you up. But they're the same ones that if they're going to um, they're not going to post a video about not wearing flip flops into this restaurant that they're trying to go into. You know what I'm saying? No, so, they're gonna go to their car. They're gonna go to their car and get the other pair of shoes. <laughs> or they just not gonna go at all. Right. They they're not gonna make a Facebook exactly. post. Exactly. They're not gonna make an Instagram live. They ain't gonna go on Twitter. They ain't doing none of that. They just gonna go to another establishment. So why don't you just go ahead and do the same thing? If it's that serious to you. So and on and on a that. global scale, on a global scale, you know, you think about when when you have to travel abroad you know and to certain countries you have to get a shot like you have to have malaria you know a a, a ton of different shots just mm-hmm. to even enter into the country right right but you don't have a so problem with you that. can't you don't you don't have a problem with that but see the only reason why you the only reason why you have a problem with this is because the government said that you have to get it you know you know what i'm saying it's like you don't have to. You don't have to go travel to Africa if you don't want to, but because you're in the and United you don't have States, to get the vaccination if you don't, don't have, want to. And you don't. So what's the fuss? Exactly. What, what is the fuss all about? People always just coming out. Well, they just want to argue. That's the problem. They always want to find something to argue about. And then as soon as you get a couple people on your bandwagon, then you you excited a whole bandwagon full of people, and they don't care now. And now, and now I will say this, you know, and, and I'm and I'm going to play devil's advocate, right? So I'll I'll, I'll take a step on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, I I understand that, in my opinion, the government went from get the vaccine. This is going to help, right? It's going to mm-hmm. be well. You're going to, you know, this is this is what we're doing. You know, so there was a lot of uncertainty with it, and and I get sort of the slow roll from you having an option and you make and it making it feel like it's a choice. I get that. And I do I do believe that there has been this role, this slight kind of roller coaster, like now we're on this downward this downward hill of it feeling like it's becoming more scary. Like it's becoming more of a scare tactic. Right. It's becoming more like, oh, you know, if you don't get it, you probably won't survive COVID or, you know, I I get it. I I, I can see I can certainly see the other side of it. Um, I just think that when you're you're thinking about a broader picture, you know, the government is going to show you and tell you a ton of different things. And you just have to discern what's best for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Because. We are eating food every day. We're drinking every day. You know, we are doing, putting a ton of different toxins that we don't even know in our body on a daily basis, right? And we right. take the chance because the government has approved it. Right. If you, <laughs> and, and it's, it's crazy that you say that. If you are going to fast food restaurants or if you're not growing your own product, then you have no, you have no right to talk about anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you are risking your life you're every risking time your, you eat that food. Every time you put uh, whatever in your mouth, <laughs> you are risking, just like Diva said, 
but but you but like I said, because COVID is a hot topic, that's the bandwagon you're gonna jump on. But you out here going out to eat, and I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it's a whole lot of stuff that we're not supposed to be eating. Like I said, if you're not growing it yourself, if you're not um uh uh with feeding your own animals or have your own animals, right, right, then right, right. then all you doing is just. You you just praying that every time you eat something it's gonna be all right, you know what I'm saying? Just keep doing what you're doing. Same thing with the vaccines. You ain't got you don't have to get it, you know what I'm saying? You really don't. It, you know it's people that, that I you know. know. I just I just think we're 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 forced to trust science when it benefits us, right? So we're forced right. to trust. The, the cancer patients are forced to trust the science. We're forced mm-hmm. to trust chemo, right? We're forced to trust, mm-hmm. you know, my, my dad went through a, a major surgery in April. We're, I, we're forced to trust, you know, that that procedure. Right. That's not, that that's science. I'm not a doctor. I'm not in that field. Like, like I'm, I'm forced to trust this, right? And, and I, I don't think that this, that this vaccine is any different, you know, and right. except that you're given a choice, you're given a choice. Yeah. You can trust the science or not, you know, and, and hope for the best. Right. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that I haven't, I haven't experienced COVID, you know, I, and I know that there, you know, you have a different connection to the loss of COVID. And I just think that for people who have experienced the loss or people who have experienced uh, family members and loved ones going through this entire the 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 ugly side of COVID, you know, not the not mm-hmm. the I lost my sense of smell or I lost my sense of taste. We're not talking about the the light side, right? We're talking about people who have literally had to call people on an iPad to say goodbye to a family member. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just think that it's it's reckless. It's just reckless right. for celebrities and it's reckless for those who have a platform to discount it because they haven't experienced it. You know, and right. and I that that's that's my issue with it. It's just there's another side to COVID that some people just have not have been blessed not to experience. Right. You know, right. they haven't had to experience the loss. They haven't had to experience not not being able to have a family member family members present at a funeral, zooming a funeral, mm-hmm. right. zooming a right. funeral because you can have ten people. Like like you haven't people haven't had the. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off of that. But but I just think that it's just reckless because of celebrities and, and not even celebrities, but people who have a platform and, and an opportunity for their voice to be heard to just discount it like, oh, the government, the government, the government. But in all actuality, there are people who have lost because this vaccine wasn't available a year ago. So, Absolutely. Right. Ahead, and I think to... To go off of what else he said, because I don't want to miss that point for anyone who was listening, where he was like, you know, the vaccine, you could still get COVID, you could still Absolutely. Ha- be vaccinated. And and I agree with him 100% on that, the same way you can still get the flu if you get the flu shot. But I also know, I want to say this morning when I was reading the news, I saw a story of at least two um, anti-maskers who are now from their deathbed 
whole pushing the importance of practicing pro- proper precautions for COVID, you know. So I think that's the other, like you were saying, that's the other side of it. Right. You're out here, don't wear your mask. They can't tell us what to do. But now that you're on your deathbed, right. you want all your followers to now hear a different story, which right. is, oh, my gosh, please pray for me. Oh, make sure you're wearing your mask and you're sanitizing and you're keeping your distance. You could have, like you said, you could have used your platform to to spread that message before it got to a point where that's probably one of the last things you're ever going to get to say because now you've caught COVID and you may not be coming out the hospital, you know, and and that's the part I think for me that is most infuriating, you know, um, in this whole situation mm-hmm. is the people who turn now and now you want to pray about it, you know, Donald Trump, when he got COVID, he was getting all this Top of the line medical care. Right. Uh, Governor Abbott, top of the line medical care. Yep. This, not not what LaDiva going to get if yep. I catch right. COVID. At all. Get you the know, bullshit. and uh, <laughs> Right. And that's what people don't understand. You see Donald Trump and you're like, but he survived. Yeah. By the grace of God in his bank account, he survived. By his bank his account status, is what, is what Right. That that's what kept status. him. That's what kept him alive. They gave him all the good stuff that we don't know nothing about right. and probably would never see. And, and, and that's. You know, I'm gonna let it go. But that's that. That's that BS, and that's just where I feel that people are truly inconsiderate. You know, I was in the store yesterday, and in my mind, because I'm so used to seeing people with their mask on, when I saw this lady with her mask off, I'm looking at her like, "How is she in here?" But I forgot. You know, you don't have to. They have don't. It you don't have to wear your mask anymore. But again, I I will keep my mask on because I, I the way my trust issues are set up, I think people were just waiting for that. Ooh, you don't have to wear your mask if you're vaccinated. It goes back though. So Safari, when they're saying you don't have to wear your mask if you're vaccinated, if you don't want to show your vaccination card, how do we know that you really should be out here without your mask on? Mm. How do we know? And Absolutely. that's all I have on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to end that that COVID talk. Yes, I please. I think at at the end, at the end, reservation for 3 at our table, you're going to walk into the restaurant with your mask on, but you can take it off. <laughs> you sit right down. down. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just going to drag you out. Wear your mask. By your two feet. Right. Shawty, pull your mask up. <laughs> All right, dude. What we got this week? So, let's get into something a little a little lighter. Um Let's talk about, I saw it was a trending topic, your worst first date. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's get into. First date. Go ahead. Do we want to go over some of the examples that we that were out on Twitter yeah, or we just want yeah, to talk about no, what happened? Go ahead. On, yeah, um, let's hear some examples. examples. I had to think about this. Because I've never okay, had a worst so, first date, so. Oh, wow. Well, kudos to you because uh, I'm not going to write a book. But um, this one right here, she said the dude was 25 and he showed up on the date with his parents. <laughs> and if that's not bad enough. Yeah. If that's not bad enough, halfway through the meal, his mom asked me if I was going to finish mine while taking tin foil out of her bag to wrap up my food for her to take home. What? I know you lying. Even if it. <laughs> Even if it wasn't the mama, if he was trying to wrap up my food halfway through the meal, that's just awful. Wait. You know. Um, okay. So, I just, okay. I just wanted to dissect this just a little bit. <laughs> Rick, so he's 25. <laughs> and he takes his mother 
Oh, oh you say his parents. No. Or his parents, b- the both of them. They, he took his parents on a date with him. Okay, so we have a sheltered young man who has never done anything and his parents has controlled his life. She should <laughs> she should have left him right there at the table. She shouldn't even <laughs> went in. But she probably went in for the meal. You know, she wanted to get that free meal. She should have took her ass home. She should have did yeah, that. Yeah, because apparently she didn't get to finish her meal. Because well, his mama took yeah. the rest of the meal home. <laughs> but um, there's this one. I thought it was kind of. Uh, she said a guy told her that he was taking her to a film festival at the Portland Art Museum. Five short movies. Imagine my surprise when they when I found out that they were five short pornos. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Okay. I didn't know that's how they was getting down in Portland. Um, <laughs> we doing porno festivals? Wow. Uh, but yeah, that's that's different. So uh, I'm 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 gonna see if I can find a couple others. But Jonathan, you're saying you've never had a bad first date ever? Like nothing that made you, you never go, went on a date with someone and decided you weren't gonna go out with them again? Really? That's good. I, I've definitely had a well mine was 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 <laughs> mine was probably could have turned into a, a different a different outcome. So I I was uh I was working I think at Enterprise at the time and I met the guy at Enterprise and you know hindsight he did seem kinda off. <laughs> and I I'm always one to say, and I definitely after this experience, I've all I'm always the one to say for first dates or uh first meetings, definitely be in public. You know, try to have someone meet you to you know at the restaurant. You know, I, I definitely uh stopped <laughs> going to people's houses after this. And I was young. I was I was young. But this guy, he didn't he didn't have a car. And then he was like, you know, uh, you want to go out there? And I'm like, sure. He's like, you know, where do you stay? He tells me he stays over in uh, in Capitol Heights. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll come scoop you up. No problem. So I, I pull up, and he's like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. I'm still, you know, finishing up. I was like, oh, here we go. So he says, you know, do you mind coming in? I'm like, okay, you know, no problem. So I, 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 I go up to the house, and I realize that he's renting the room or uh, area to another somebody else's house so this separate area it's an apartment it's an apartment but it's attached to somebody else's house so I'm like oh okay that's, that's different so I go in he has it you know he has a living room he has a bedroom like the whole thing and so he says well I'm, I'm still getting dressed you know you want something to drink and I'm like sure so he opens a bottle of champagne I'm like that's different. Champagne on the first day. Like, all right, well, whatever. I'm going to rock with it. So he opens the champagne. And at this point, I'm old enough. Like, I'm, I'm definitely a drinker. Like, I, I know the amount of fizz that should be in drinks. So he, he, he's in the kitchen, and he pours the, the, the drink. And he walks over, and he sets his glass down, and he sets my glass down. And my glass is fizzing extra, right? So I'm like, mm. did he just try to drug me? This man tried to drug me on a first date. Wow. So I, I, he, he puts his glass down, and I put my glass down, and he says, well, I'm going to go get dressed. So he goes in the room, assuming that I'm going to sit here and drink this glass. So he gets, goes in the bathroom. I go in his kitchen. I pour it out. He comes out of the bedroom, maybe five minutes later, 
and he start he sits next to me and starts like rubbing on me right i'm like oh yeah oh this nigga knew like he already I, I, he already thought that he was gonna he had one but i had already told my girlfriend to call me at a certain time so that i could leave and i don't know why i had this feeling about it He's tried to start sucking my toes. <laughs> Your toes? Oh, toes. True story. True story. Cause I'm he probably thinks that he has me drugged. I gladly take my foot out of his mouth and my girlfriend calls at the same time. I'm like, you know what? I have to go. But I was that was probably the worst first date. I changed my phone number. And actually I saw him maybe like five years later and I was still shook. Like randomly saw him. I don't think he remember who I was, but mm. I was definitely shook. So my worst first date, I was probably about to be date raped. How old were you again? I don't I don't think we could follow that one. How, how old were you again? Um let's see, Enterprise was after college, so definitely twenty one, twenty two. Oh, okay. Cause uh, you said Capital Heights, so Ooh. It was rough around that time, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but from that lesson, you know, but that's, that's a lesson, right? Like, I don't go, you know, even how grown I thought I was, you know, oh, I can handle this, you know. Uh, but, yeah, in that moment, I certainly learned, you know, a life lesson. Like, don't, don't ever, 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 ever go to anybody's house that you don't know, um, you're not comfortable with. Somebody doesn't know where you are or who you're mm-hmm. with. Yeah, those were those were life. That's that was a life lesson. Uh, I did. What you got? You said you got so many. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, and I feel like I knew Alicia. I think around this time, I went on a date um, shortly after I relocated to Virginia um, with this guy, and he had presented himself to be all this wonderful stuff you know he was in medical school all this other stuff and um we went to what was that restaurant over um the boulevard was it the, was that where the gladys night restaurant was uh the chicken and waffle place gladys night yeah, and that, uh was that a, are you talking about lavar errington's place that was uh it was somebody's restaurant it was over there by the um movie theater, the movie theater. yeah and yeah, that, I remember, that was a bar. I think that was a bar. Restaurant. I forget the name. Okay. That, okay. I just remember it was somebody's restaurant. But we go over there to eat, you know. And I, um, cause I had, <laughs> I had let my friends convinced me into doing some um, dating websites. And um, <laughs> I, I had just gone on a, on a date with a dude who told me that he would have. Uh, we went out to a Thai spot. He had told me he he told me he would have rather eaten my dog for dinner than eating, you know, the food what? we got. Yeah, this Ooh. was when I had Bowser. Uh, he would have rather eaten my dog. Um, and he had he had one of those weird laughs. We went to the movies at the Hoffman, which was like which was right over there where the uh, Thai place was. And it was a funny movie, but I can't remember which movie it was. And I was mad because I just wanted the movie to be over because he like he had like a, he laughed like a jackal, you know, when he Ooh. would laugh. And, and I was just like so embarrassed throughout the whole movie. And all <laughs> oh I wanted to do gosh. was leave, like, shut up. So I'm like, but in my mind, I'm like, but it's cool because I'm going out. But this dude, this um, in a couple of days, he's going to be the redemption of all these bad dates I've been finding on Match.com or whatever it was. And so 
this dude, we're sitting there, and I'm like, I can't remember what movie was out, but I remember the the billboard was showing at the theater, and I was like, oh, when we leave here, we should go catch the movie um, next door, because I really wanted to go see that. And he was like, let's just be honest. Let's cut to the chase. The purpose of dating is to have sex. So when we leave here, oh. let's just, right, we should just go have sex so we can get that out the way, cut out all the awkwardness, and then we can do <laughs> whatever. So I tell the waitress, I'm like, can you put my food in a box? Don't when don't like <laughs> do nothing. Just put my food in a box. She's like, is everything? I'm not even gonna eat it here. Like I just put my food in a box. He's still paying the bill, but I'm ready to go. And I remember he chased me down in the parking lot. Why are you acting like that? You supposed to be a grown up. You being so immature. Dude, really? Like, is this? Does this work for you? Like, do you really go out with people and say, let's just cut to the chase and have sex? Like, and. And that's when I, you know, was like, I'm just so happy, like, like you were saying for me, that I, for me, I don't do the pick me up on the first date. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. imagine if I had a, had to ride home with this fool. Oh, well, I wouldn't have. I'd have, call, I'd have called my dad or somebody. But, you know, but now he but now he knows where I live. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a scary place. It's a scary place, place to be on some of these first dates. But, um I'm trying to find some some stories from some guys because oh, for wow. women it seems like we're being like you know molested and stuff. But like yes, I'm trying to see what are. what men are saying. I see yeah, a, another female said something about a dude at stopping a girl that walked by their table when they were out at dinner and asking for her phone number. Um, yeah. Oh, this guy said he took the girl out for dinner and they went back to his apartment and he and then she ended up hooking up with his roommate instead. Oh, so. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, but I mean that. That. well, Jonathan, Jonathan, I guess since, since you don't have a, a bad first date, what was your what was a what was a great first date? Um, and I'm sure did you plan it? Shit, I don't remember. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and, and what was that? I mean, bourbon barrel. Uh, That's that bourbon barrel I, age. <laughs> I haven't um. I've, I've, I haven't really been on too many dates because I don't really, I, I'm a, so I'm, you've been in long-term relationships, but yeah, I have, yeah, I have, um, uh, um, yeah, I, I, now I did go on one date with somebody, but it wasn't a bad date, um, uh, this, well, this, we're talking about, 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 12 years ago I guess something like that um I was uh you know trying to you know get back into dating after I got out of college a little bit and um me and this girl we went to we were somewhere in I don't know we went to like Applebee's or Fridays or some shit like that I don't know and it was I mean it was cool you know we talked it wasn't you know it wasn't hitting on anything so you know that was about it but i mean we're friends well i mean but not really friends but you know we're associates i would say because right right you know we we know each other um you know i know some of her family members she knows some of mine and um that's about it i haven't okay. i you know i've i've haven't i haven't really had any bad days i've had bad relationships but no <laughs> <days>. <laughs> 
So another you had show, another that show, into another show. That's another show. <laughs> we're we good. We're good on that. The, re, the relationship. Yeah, yeah. So we're good okay. on that another show. But yeah, no, no bad dates. And um, but I, but after hearing some of these women, I okay. Ooh, I, I, I mean, I it's know we got some. I, 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 yeah. I see. You know, I know that. I didn't know men could be so, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I was y'all raised. You know? But, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, um, yeah. That's okay. I'm I'm happy that you haven't had any worse first dates. I hope your your streak continues. Yeah, because, you know, I, I don't I don't go, go out with random people now. Um, you know, I'm... I'm just weird like that. I don't, I don't give people my number. I don't, um, yeah. I won't even entertain you. I mean, I kind of will entertain you, but I won't be. Serious. <laughs> yeah, I'll entertain you, but I won't see you. Yeah, I'll talk to you, and then as soon as it starts getting a little bit weird, then I just, I won't, I just won't you respond. Ghosting. You ghosting? Yeah, but, I'll ghost. So here's a. I'm interested. Do you to ghost a lot? You, Do you ghost a lot? I was gonna say you're such a gentleman. I don't see you doing yeah. that though. Yeah, because so one of my friends said that I don't, I don't, because I, I don't know how. Now, if I'm mad or angry, it, I'm a different person. But, um, but I don't know how to. Uh, I, I, I don't want to use the word turn down, but I don't know how to just say. Um, I'm not no. interested, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I know, but I don't. I don't know how to do that. Like it's it's easy. Hmm. Well, what is it called? Easier said. Than Ali- done. Alicia is going to give you some lessons. I, I know, she she like, check like, with whenever me. You, check yeah. with me. Whenever you need so, a tutorial, I will. I will draft the email, the text. You know, I will prepare the speech. I I get a lot of people in my DMs. And that and so you know for those that follow follow me on Facebook like I have no Facebook picture <laughs> or you know as my profile picture because I had posted a picture and I it was my Facebook picture now I, I think in one day well in one day I probably got like five hundred friend requests and I typically wow. don't delete friend requests I just add people you know I you know That's and then once I started adding people. Then they started jumping in my DMs talking about, oh, you're sexy, oh, you're cute, let's hook up, this, that, and the third. So I just started like, okay, well, let me change my picture because I'm, I'm not interested. It goes down in the DMs. Uh, That's what yeah. they said. It goes down so, in the DMs. So it, it, now I don't, <laughs> now I don't get to... Yeah. Now, I don't get too many on like Instagram and stuff like that, but it's mainly like Facebook where all the DMs be coming in. Yeah, I don't get none on Twitter and and Instagram and stuff like that, which is fine, you know, because I I don't want to be bothered. I, I prefer to be left alone. Yeah, my DMs stay pretty dry. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah, and then my, be, my, and, my DMs are like the don't mentions instead of like the direct messages, yeah. and they ain't nothing to mention because ain't nobody. And then it be ugly people too. Again, I'm not soliciting. I ain't you soliciting. They be ugly, I'm Jonathan. Just, they don't even yeah. be cute. I'm very <laughs> judgmental. Yeah, they're ugly. You can't tell me people ain't ugly because they're ugly people, and they be butt ass ugly, and I'm just like, oh god, you know what? And I, I will be say, ugly uh, I, I think, somebody DMs like that. <laughs> I take that back. I will say this: I, I do get DMs. I do periodically get DMs, but it's always from a married man. Like it's it's never mm. from 
and they're not and, and not coming at me but always being you know complimentary or I'm like eh, don't you got a long life like <laughs> like I don't I'm good like thank you and, and and when I don't respond in a way that you know that I'm given the attention that they're probably looking for you know it's mm-hmm. always like oh well you know I'm, I'm happily married or you know it's always like uh, they try to clean it up but mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't it's always from the, the married men, which is discouraging as a woman, but um, mm-hmm. that, that can be discouraging. But I know that we saw that this week on social media, the... Uh, the unfunny my husband? Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that? Yeah. It was a, um, a post that someone shared asking just what you would, how you would respond if you saw the message in your inbox from a woman saying to unfriend my, it says actually unfriend my husband now. <laughs> yeah, and you know so and so they were asking females how they would, how would respond. respond to that. But um, I mean, of course, anyone can respond to that. Like Jonathan, if you had a dude telling you to unfriend his wife, you know, just do it. What's the issue? Just do it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have but, a problem I mean, but, with it. I don't have a problem unfriending them, but at the same token, like like I said before earlier this week, like you're in my you're in my inbox because you found that I'm friends with this person who is your your spouse. Just you you can just unfollow me as well. So now he can no longer find me, you know, because honestly, don't come to me that you first of all you don't even know our relationship like what if it's someone I went to high school with or whatever and we just are friends because we've got 800 mutual friends because we all went to the same school but either way that's really a conversation you should be having with your spouse like are you really going in and messaging all the people who are on his friends list or are you only looking for the females that you think look like they are his type like what's what is yeah it's, what it's is your method for contact it certainly sounds like there's a level of insecurity somewhere you know there maybe there's been you know a situation already and you know um but yeah i don't i don't care i just want i don't i don't want any i'm okay i want i want some peace in my life you know i don't need yeah Right. I mean, I have no, I have no problem unfriending him, but I'm just trying to figure out how you found me. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like, <laughs> even though you should yeah. be telling your husband, but it I wouldn't bother me either. <laughs> Ooh, it wouldn't bother me either. Um, yeah, but like I said, I have a relation. I was in a relationship that was kind of, but like I said, that's a different. Uh, um, topic for another day. Mm. Yeah, we gonna we talk about that it. next week. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the topic? Yeah. What's the topic? You had to tell somebody. You had to tell somebody know. to stop being. Well, it, it, I don't know. So, <laughs> it was more so more crazy than anything, but uh, yeah. So that'd be a, a, another topic for another day. That, you know, so and so are you and so and so let's so let's play the, the other side of this if do you feel like you ever need to ask your significant other to unfriend people um no because um I'm a type of person with see I have no problem with leaving it's easy you're leaving because they're not unfriending people on social media no 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 when I when I say leaving like I <laughs> I don't care. You can do whatever <laughs> what? you want to do. Or, and I ain't going to say whatever because I feel as though 
if you're in a relationship and you're entertaining someone in their DMs, I, I I'm not going to I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, well, you need to. I'm not going. I'm not jumping in somebody in somebody's DM talking about, oh, you need to unfriend so and so. I'm not doing that because if you're entertaining, I'm just going to leave. Okay, I got you. So that's that's what I meant by that. Because you know I don't have to stay. I roll the hell out real fast. It's easy. So. You know, if if she if if she had to go into another woman's DMs to say, you know, unfriend my husband, you know, whatever, then that's either insecurity or he's doing something he'll need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like a larger issue. Yeah. So that's that's where that stems from. But you have some women, because like I said different story for a different day <laughs> where you know anything that you you can be doing absolutely nothing but in their mind you're doing something and so and so diva are you asking your significant other to unfollow or unfriend certain people nah i don't think so <laughs> um you sure <laughs> you sure all right what because <laughs> that was kind of questionable right there boy i ain't lying <laughs> nah, I was just thinking. I'm like, you know, my most recent um, situ- situation I was in, my most recent relationship, he, he didn't have social media. So it wasn't about unfriending people on social media. But again, that's another story for another show. Um, but I don't think social media is really, I don't, I mean, because. I don't think so. Like, I see the stories all the time where people are like, oh, you know, you you see your man liking someone's post or whatever, and you go back, and now you're trying to figure out the trail and all that other stuff. Right. And I think I think I probably could have been that way. Yeah. But I think where I'm at now, I just don't have the energy to dedicate to doing all of that. And, um, you know, and for me, it's just like, I just, I just feel like, Whenever I get into another uh, relationship, I just want to be with someone who I feel like um, I don't have to question. No, you can trust. With yeah, you can trust. Yeah. Certainly. You know, um, that I just feel, feel like that's a better use of my energy than having to play Inspector Gadget to try to figure out what they're doing. And now you're sending messages to people like, unfriend my man. Like, <laughs> I think all of that's, um, but I've always been one who's like, why are we fighting the other chick instead of talking to the dude? Um, you know, first and foremost. Now, there are some situations where women are definitely more aggressive and have been aggressive. So yeah, I, I mean, don't. in some situations, you do have to address the female, but first, your first point of contact needs to be for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. to figure it out. And then if they're like, well, I've been telling them, you know, then that's a whole different thing if it's like blatant disrespect. But initially, the conversation, I think, needs to be addressed with, with, with the dude or the female that you're in a relationship with. I agree. Mm-hmm. But if someone ever contacts me about unfriending their significant other, like it's, I'm like, okay, <laughs> bye. Yeah, I, yeah I don't, I'm, I'm definitely not going. Whatever, to whatever that. you I'll feel like, like okay. is going to make your home peaceful. You know, I'm right. with it. No problem. I'll do the right the best, You know, understand that I'm not a problem, but you know that that's that definitely speaks to a bigger issue. But I'm, you know, I'm okay. Right. Yeah, I wish that the screenshot showed, like, if there were prior communications, like, was she messaging from her husband's page and there were other conversations that were going on that made her say, hey, leave my husband alone type thing? Or was she just messaging every single female on his friend list? And social media is just social media. I'm not going to say it is tricky. It can be tricky. I think that if you're you're dating 
and you're not secure in your relationship, I certainly think that social media can play a, a factor in a lot of miscommunication or issues within side of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I will say that. So, I don't think that social media is the blame um, for failed relationships, but I certainly think that um, it can play a factor. Yeah. So to that point, what is your thought then on the people who they don't have separate social media accounts, they have the joint uh, couple social media accounts like what are your thoughts on that do you think that's part of a healthy relationship or do you think that stems from insecurities and a lack of trust (laughs) well I mean you could you could really see both sides but I'm I'm actually of the thought that with whatever a couple feels uh, works for them and whatever Mm -hmm. they feel um, fits their need for their relationship they should do so I mean on the outside looking in, I can certainly say, oh, yeah, they needed a joint email. They needed a joint social media because something happened. But I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not in in a, a couple's lives, you know, every day. And and, and, and I hope I'm never to that, to that level. But um, mm-hmm. I'm certainly of the belief that I can't judge what a couple does. Another couple does because mm-hmm. it clearly works for them. It it clearly fits some something uh, that their relationship needs. So, yeah, if and they want to share everything, uh, if that's what they want to do, then power to the people. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's something else we saw along those same lines was um, I caught my girlfriend cheating, but I'm scared to (laughs) confront her about it because she might kick me out of her apartment. Uh, Okay. well. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start that off. First of all, I would like to say that he's a fool. Um, because um, if you're that um, broke yeah. to to be to live on your own, then you have no business being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm, right. I, I think you have to that, have enough money to be able to leave yeah. if you find that someone is not meeting right. the level of respect you require for yourself exactly. versus having to stay because you don't have nowhere else to go. You know, right. Now that's, now, uh, right. You know. now, that's just my opinion. You know, I, I, I just feel as though when people, when you're in a relationship, you automatically should already have enough to live on your own. Fact. The only thing you're doing when you when you're moving in together is combining incomes to make better living. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, that's that's what that is. So if you're telling me that you you don't want to say nothing because she gonna kick your ass out, then sir, you shouldn't even made the um the post. You should you should just kept that in your mind but, and. and <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of hobo sexuals out here. Hobo sexuals. There are a lot of the hobo sexuals and they are out here sleeping with people and, you know, things of that nature for a roof over their head to have somewhere to stay, somewhere to live. So maybe he is one of those and he can't go off. But again, I agree with you. Then he should have just not said anything because clearly for the sake of his bed, he's going to allow her to continue to cheat on him. Now, I did see on that post there were comments like it's her place. So she's not cheating. Um, people took the Kevin Samuels route. She's exercising her options. Um, <laughs> oh, Kevin you know. Samuels. Oh, wow. Right. So, um, 
That's foolish. I, don't, I mean, I don't think her, whether it's her house or her, or her, her place or not, changes whether she's cheating. Like, by all it means. Doesn't. I think cheating is cheating regardless of who whose name is on the lease. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but um, it is sad that he feels like he can't go he's anywhere stuck. else. Yeah, he's stuck. Right. That's that's sad, but also to that same degree, uh, get a job, get your credit fixed, whatever it is you need to do to be able to get out um, hmm. so that you can I, demand more for yourself. Right. But I, I, I kind of have questions because I'm I, see when people make posts like that I have to um, before I judge I kind of have to figure out what type of person that he is you know what I'm saying now if, you, now if you're just a bum then I don't feel sorry for you at all you know what I'm saying well he clearly says he's only staying because he has nowhere else to go right I mean he, he don't he, even, he mean, don't even want to address the subject because he don't want to be put out well, I mean, when what somebody says they don't have anywhere to go, it can be they just don't want to go nowhere. It can just be that because I okay. I think that some people always have somewhere to go. Whether like you don't have no friends in your life that you can stay with, you don't have parents, you don't have mm-hmm. you see it's it's a lot more to it. So I'm just like if you're saying you don't have nowhere to go, then it's I'm just going to you assume that go. you're just a yeah. bum. You're literally just a bum, and you and she's only really dealing with you because I don't know, but she know. I guess she's only dealing with you because she knows that she can cheat. We know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She got the in-home pain and outdoor pain, or in-house pain. Is that right? In-house pain. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that kind of makes me think about, since y'all said, since we talked about me just finishing the shot, that makes me think about that whole situation with Tiff and um, Emmett and the whole Mm. open marriage thing. And I I remember being like, when she went to Dante. Jonathan is shaking his head. He's like, absolutely not. (laughs) When she was like, what do you think about me leaving Emmett? And he was like, hold up, wait. Like, I'm not trying to be that. I'm just trying to be your dude on the side but yeah. like basically you need to keep your husband because I'm not trying to like if you if you leave your husband it's a whole different scenario and I'm not trying to be that person and so it kind of <laughs> makes me think of that as well like she's keeping her in-house person but she's got but, someone who's doing huh. a couple things that her, her her man at home ain't doing for her but that is so crazy to me because you yeah. sit here you sit okay so the let me see. I now I can't remember. Well, I know he was a cheater first. He, you know, he always did that. But then from birth, he got mad because he was a he 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 cheated all the time, right? <laughs> you all know, from, the time. If, he cheated all the time. But now that the roles are reversed, well, not really. Well, yeah, the roles are reversed. But mm-hmm. she decided. She I think they. I can't remember if he said open merge or she said open merge or she whatever. Did. But she did because. You know, you're still doing what you're doing. Now I'm gonna go do what I do. Now you're mad because she's getting it from this dude, and you don't like it. So now you feeling her pain. So, are there statutes of limitations on uh, get back? We'll call it when you're cheating, because. Of course, we don't know everything that happened in that particular scene. But, of course, in the scene, he told her while they were having sex, which I was like, was the worst time to even mention it is why y'all actually doing the deed. But 
like I, it was never unclear it was never clear to me at the time whether or not he told her that it happened before he proposed and before they got married that he was with well, uh whatever lala's character's Lala. name was yeah. You know, but then she took that as her cue to go out that night and sleep with someone else. But so see, does that make her right or wrong? Like, is she justified because he's always been cheating or is it like, Dad, what? but you're married now? Well, first I of all, there's there's I, no there's oh, no ahead. cheating that's that's justified. Let's just start with that. But 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 well. to, to your to your point, to your to your to, your, to, to answer the question. She has an opportunity to get back and it's supposed to be at least. You know, it, I think that she has an opportunity to get back. I just want to know what the rules well, are. Like, what's the statute of limitations? I, so it's really okay. So it's really the moment not. You it's not. It well, it, it's not supposed to be a get back. It's not supposed. It's not. It, it, that's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to be a get back. Diva like shit. They ain't trying to hear that. But <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's supposed to be a get back. I think it's more so. So. Okay, now not saying I agree with cheating. I'm not gonna say that. However, he should have kept that to himself, him and Lala or whatever her character, whatever her character. He shouldn't have. He should have never said anything about that. You know what I'm saying? It was not tearing saying, him up inside. It was killing him because he's now in he love. Be, like he's now ready. He he right. right ready to be the man but that see, he, he know he's destined to be. Right, but see, I think that if. I think that if this would have happened prior to him getting himself together, then she would have been more accepting. Not saying that she would have, she probably would have just brushed it off as, oh, he, you know, it's just another female he just slept with. You know what I'm saying? But he kind of waited until, you know, he's doing all this stuff and he's he's like willing her in. And then you get her into a place where she's comfortable mm -hmm. and then you cheat on her. And I, and but that's I the thing he cheated on her before he proposed and that's the part that messed right. with my whole head throughout the whole thing i was like did he explain to her the timeline you know what i'm saying i don't think i don't think the timeline matters it, it cheating is cheating is cheating like i don't think a cheating is matters. cheating is cheating is cheating is cheating is cheating you know i am not and Jonathan, and, and you and don't if, know and I, chose, i'm not an advocate for it yeah and, and he chose oh, no, to I, wait no, until no after cheating. Until after you know it was done, which I it's not fair. Like so, I absolutely think she had she yeah. had every right to get so back. So she so she has a get out of jail free card. Well, because because he didn't give her. You know, I, I say this all the time. You know, in any relationship or, or any situation, if if you're honest with me and you're you're telling me you know good, bad, and ugly, I then have a decision to make. So you're allowing me the choice, right? So. If, if you're allowing me a choice to say, okay, I'm going to sit and I'm going to stay and I'm going to forgive or I'm going to work through it or I'm going to whatever, you're, you're, you're not taking away my decision. You're not taking away my choice. Emmett took away right. her choice because had he disclosed that before the marriage, Tiff could have said, you know he what? Took, he took her choice away with that situation. If you're going to say, she knew he was a cheater all along. But not at that point. They were in good terms. When, when she said yes, they were in a good space. He had been right, showing but, these. But he didn't cheat before they got engaged, I thought. He cheated before he proposed to her. Yes, they had our, him and Lala had slept together prior to him proposing to he her. He should have disclosed all of that information because that changed Before the proposal. Me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But, but that goes back to me saying that he willed her in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he would like if it if it would have had if it would have happened prior to like 
you know, all of that, you know, even before the restaurant, if it would have happened before all of that, you know what I'm saying? I think she would have been a little bit more, yeah. it wouldn't have went the route that she went Absolutely. with, um, oh, oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Because that's something that she was used to him cheating, but because he willed her in and had her think that everything was good, then you spring this on her. It, yeah. So now she got old, so now she got old boy. And I'm and I'm listen, and listen and my and my thing is, you know, there. I'm not gonna say all men, but there are men who do that. Like they 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 withhold, just like you say. He didn't have to tell her. He have, but but he would have made that choice to withhold that information and not give her 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 absolute right to decide what she wants to do, because That's it true. works for him. Because he doesn't want to lose his good thing. He doesn't want to lose this good woman. You know now oh, now I know, and now and now Tiff has her business. You know, like like she's making money. She's she's holding down her her side as a, as a wife, as a partner, as a mother. So he doesn't want to lose. Now, but, Go ahead. Right, but but I, now I do agree with him though because she picked somebody that he knew that well she did. She picked somebody. That she knew would hurt him. Oh, absolutely! So she That's did that the right way to do it. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely! And so, yeah. So I see. I, I see I no mean, wrong. I, see, I said she, that earlier she, this week. Females I see, cheat. I see up. no wrong in the decision. Men cheat down. <laughs> Men always cheat with a lesser. I feel not always, but typically cheat with a lesser female. Females are going to cheat upward because it's like, well, look, you know. But so yeah, it was definitely calculated yeah. who she chose to be with. Yeah, she she was she was um, like I'm gonna choose him because it's gonna hit him where it hurt. And I want right, him to feel every like bit of said, it. Like you said, he's got he's got the money to do all the stuff that he couldn't do for mm-hmm. her. And now, so, but now she now <laughs> she really she upgraded. Like, <laughs> yeah, sup, sup, yeah sup, superiorly. Like she went, she really she went. upgraded. Yeah, now that's and that's, that's certainly messy. But it gets to you know I, I think I think in any relationship you know where there has been cheating and I I've you know. I've experienced cheating in, in in different ways, but I will say this: the moment that you choose to forgive, you know, the moment that you say it's done, you know, we're moving past it. That's that to answer your question. That's the limitation on it. So in that conversation that they had, you know, when they were in the steps, even though I never want to hear somebody they they can't answer, can you promise me that I'll never cheat again? Like. If you can't say yes to me, we need to just end this relationship. But the moment they decide that they're going to do their best for each other is the moment that it's done. So Tiff clearly was like, yeah, no, I want more. And she has the right to that. I think they need to just get a divorce, though, at this point in time. Um, But anyway, we'll see what uh, season five has in store for them. Excited Um, for season five. And keeping up with cheating uh, husbands, um, <laughs> there was another story we saw. Um, I guess this is our as seen on social media for as this As seen on social media. Media, media, media. Anyway. We're still working on, um, you know, songs <laughs> and stuff, guys. But uh, <laughs> I, I got cheated on by my husband of 10 years. He slept with two of my sisters and a cousin. Oh, as many times as I read this, I forgot. I, I didn't see the cousin. 
Um, I was so upset that I called him out on his shit in a Facebook post. Fast forward five years. We are happily married, and I now have two niece daughters. Mm. I'm not doing we're, this. We're over the past, but I regret bashing him publicly. So so she, she bashed him for the situation on social media only to get back with them. Right? Is that, is that what, what happened? Yes. Yes. And yes. now he has two kids by her sisters who are nieces. But her niece daughters. Niece that's like, daughters. what is it? Is it Uncle Dad or something? Yeah, that's her niece daughters. That's pretty gross. It's very gross. Um, and she feels bad. Ooh. She feel, Now, she regrets bashing him yeah. on Facebook. Because she forgave him. And took right, I was going to say, it's not that she regrets bashing him on Facebook. It's that she, I think, regret is the wrong word. She feels stupid about making her private business publicly known because she still stayed with him. Yeah. Same concept of you go and you tell your friends all the bad stuff your man is doing, and then you take him back, and now your girls won't let you live it down. It's not that she mm -hmm. that she regrets doing it. It's that mm -hmm. she regrets doing it because she chose to still be with him. Mm -hmm. Two sisters and a cousin and there's kids too. Man. I'm I'm surpri I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised she stayed. Yeah, I'm shocked. That's, that's, yeah, that that's a level of uh, security in herself because I don't know how that even works. I know how it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see that all the time. And, and especially uh, yeah. I feel like when social media really started popping, like really, you know, you, you see people going through these relationship issues. And I think I was even, I think I was guilty of it early on. You know, you overshare, you overshare, you know, you want to know things are good, if things are bad, you know, you're subliminally posting and, you know, I, I certainly think I was guilty of it early on and only to stay and work things out or uh whatever you know but those are those are certainly <laughs> lessons but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mm -mm, i don't um yeah that's uh mm -mm. that's you're not, you're not i'm sharing. surprised i'm surprised no, i'm surprised that's i'm surprised that didn't make news <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure that was some type of murder. <laughs> it must be. Um, it should be. I, I, I really, no, but no, because I can't. I cannot see someone doing that and and be in a stable mind. Going through that and being a, and being in a stable mind. Two sisters and a cousin, and you and you and then on top of that. You have to, you stayed and you living with your niece, daughters. But the staying is the instability. That was when she had the mental breakdown. And she stayed with him because I think that's when she lost her sense of sanity. She lost her sense of self. Well, she, I don't think she lost her sense him. of sanity because he would have been murdered. I don't know. If, all all, all I know, I mean, I'm glad her. I'm the only child and I am the only child of an only child. So I have neither sisters or cousins. So, um, but if you were, if I was dealing with a dude who was dealing with my friends who are like my sister friends, I, it would be, it definitely wouldn't be as calm of a post as the post 
that this that this particular person put out. Um, because I mean, and it, it it just comes down to, of course, when you get cheated on, there's always that level of hurt. But it's like, damn, you cheating with my family. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. you talking to your family like, dang, all these there's all these men out here, and I get it, female to male ratio is skewed. There's way more females than males, but there has to be a male out there who ain't mine, who's not my husband. Like this ain't even just a boyfriend. Like this is someone I made vows with. You know, I made commitments mm-hmm. with. I share, I'm sharing my life and my home with this person, and you out here sleeping with him. And now I'm back with him, and I'm raising your daggone kids. Like yeah. that, no. Yeah, that's too much. Nah. Yeah. That's so, it's, it's so it's safe to say that this is pro- this was probably going on before the marriage. Absolutely. I just can't see this. Just, I just can't just happen out the blue. And I wouldn't even be surprised. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit further down the rabbit hole. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if the husband was actually dating one of the sisters before, and then they broke up, and then the other, and then the one he married to is the one that crept in. Because that's, that's kind. Isn't that kind of like what happened on the shy? Wasn't um, that's typically how it Emmett's dad. I'm Emmett's dad was married you. to some sisters and all. I, I don't know. It was a lot. It ha- um, Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because I just don't see this happening just out the blue. The wife was the sad chick at one point in time. She probably was. She probably it was she. The dude probably dating one of the sisters already. And then when they end up breaking up, the the one who's who he's married to just snuck her out on in, and then that would have, and then yeah, that's, that's what, you know, all that other foolishness. That's, that's still scary. <laughs> yeah, so at the end of the so. day, I, I hope that she finds her peace. And if, you know, she wants to raise her niece, daughters. Daughters, yes. <laughs> niece, daughters, like, more power to her. All right. Well, that was a that was a great uh, discussion we had there on that. Um, I think next we're gonna get into our. Do you remember your song you made up last week for black our black business? Uh, black, our, black 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 business. <laughs> hey hey, black business. Uh, black uh, black uh, black business. Black, go go. Black business. Black black, uh, black uh. business. Black black. <laughs> This is when we need to be on video so people can see how crazy we are. But uh, <laughs> what's our black business this week, Dada? Our black business this week is actually one that is uh, close to both myself and Alicia. It's going to hey. be hoop mob. Hoop We're going to talk about hoop mob, and um, hoop for mob. all the I do too. And for all the fellas who are listening, Jonathan, when you start, you know, buying gifts again, first um, hoop dates. mob. I don't know about a first date. No, but you should ask if her ears are pierced. Absolutely. Okay, you can ask, but don't bring it to the first date. Absolutely. Date type of gift. Why not? Actually, I actually I think I got earrings no. on a first date. No, I, I got earrings got, with a matching bracelet. I got perfume on a first date. So if I got earrings and a matching bracelet, I'm I'm gonna take. Mm-hmm. I got the I you got the gift, gift on the first date, and I still wear it. Actually, <laughs> I still wear them, mm-hmm. but I'm not going on a date with you. But. I still no, no, wear I'm just my saying, earrings. I'm not giving no I got <laughs> shoes on the first date. I got shoes on the first date. I got ear. I got perfume on the first date. So yeah, I don't know. The only thing yeah. that I'm giving on the first date is a smile. <laughs> Alicia <laughs> out here dating a whole bunch of Dantes. You know, we she dating a whole bunch of Dantes, and they giving her 
uh, gifts and earrings and perfume and all kind of stuff. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. you out here being a junk, can... you out here being an Emmett. <laughs> Who? Hey. Oh. Because see, cause see, if I if I go on a date that I don't like you, then I'm not giving you no gifts. So I, it's just best for me not to bring one. Well, I'm, I'm when you find that you want to give French someone a gift. connection on the first date. Uh, a whole bunch when, okay, Lord. When you decide you want to give someone a uh, gift, Danielle Walton, <laughs> who is the founder of Hoop Mob, has made a, play, has made a business out of selling hoops, earrings, um, and there's a wide var- uh, array of them. There's it's a an amazing, huge variety. Amazing, I mean, amazing, I love them. Amazing. You, you got you got your work earrings. Yeah. You got your I'm going out with the girls. You Absolutely. got your date night earrings. Um, just a, a a great amount of earrings. They even sell like T-shirts and sweatshirts. The shirt that I got uh, Deasia for her birthday, with the iconic women all wearing their hoops. Um, you know, they do all those different things. Um, service has always been great. And um, they come, each each um, set of earrings comes individually wrapped in their own bag, which is kind of cool because you know someone's not just in there just dropping all your stuff in a box. Um, and another cool point for them is that they actually, for people who want to buy the entire website, they do Afterpay. So if you want to, if, you, if you're balling on a budget and you want all the, um, you want all the earrings, you know, um, you know, you can well, do that pay. on your on your four installments. In your four installments, you can get all the earrings you want. So again, shout out to Hoop Mob. They have a sale running right now for the for the uh, a birthday sale running right now. But they tend shout to typically Mob. have be fairly priced, uh, fairly reasonably priced, and they definitely have a sale you Absolutely. can catch. So again, just wanted to shout out Hoop Mob for all of y'all like even hoop to take Mob. out the trash or run to the Wawa, I will throw my hoops in because um, I'm a hoop type chick and they have a hoop for everybody. So, again, that's Hoop Mob with two Bs. H-O-O-P-M-O-B-B dot com or Hoop Mob on Instagram. Not sure if they're on Twitter, but they're definitely on um, IG. Yeah, shout out Hoop Mob. I, uh, I got a a great hey, gift. You you actually helped with that I'm gift. Sorry. I picked up a set of earrings. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I do that much, but uh, you know. So yes, I'm gonna go shout follow out them Hoop right Mob. now. You should, you should. <laughs> Gotta love Hoop Mob. Right, so um, we gonna rate this wine. Are we gonna rate the wine? Oh yeah, I guess we do need to rate the wine. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's now the time to decide if we are going to what diva. <laughs> I think, hold on, the 14.5% got me. Wait, will we be spitting or swallowing this week's Robert Mondavi Private Selection Bourbon Barrel Age Chardonnay? I'm not going first because I went first last week. Well, I'll go first. Um, I will say this. So I think this is the most expensive of the wines that we've purchased. Uh, It's not. Well, no, 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 no. Because the other wines we're getting delivered, so I don't, I don't take. The rosé was the most yeah, expensive I don't one. Think so. The rosé was the most expensive. The first and one. Mhm. Mhm. What did we spend? Was seventy five dollars for three bottles? Three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Twenty five. Well, yeah. All right. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, okay, all right. So for me, walking into a this is the first bottle that we've purchased. We've actually walked into a store, correct? Right. So yes. all of the other bottles that correct. we've 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 rated and we've uh, we've shared, we have been ordering 
through apps or um, the actual companies. This is the first bottle that we've actually walked into a store and grabbed the bottle off the shelf. So for me, I will say this is expensive because I'm normally used to like $9.99, you know, like ah, a bottle, you know, uh, Stella Rose, like it's not, it's not that serious. But this is, for me up here, it was almost $16. Um, for me down here, it was 13 and some change. Yeah. So I will say mm -hmm. that I felt like, oh, this must be like really classic. She's like, oh, this is a real wine. It's real I wine. <laughs> I got to pop the cork. I had to pay an extra $7 on yeah. this wine. Let's see what's yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. So um, for, I'm, I'm going to give it a three. I'm, I'm at a three. I'm not, I'm not impressed. Uh <laughs> Yeah, this will, and actually for, <laughs> I still have the bottle from last week. I didn't even finish. Like that's still here. Um, and so I can, I can certainly see this bottle being on the bar for a while because I'm not, I'm not impressed. It's okay. It's, it served its purpose for the show. It served its, um, the flavor I can, I can, I see the bourbon. I can taste the bourbon, but that's it. I would never, I would not buy this again. Um, I'm not interested in buying it. I'm giving it a three just because it, 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 I'm buzzed. Like, I can't, <laughs> I'm feeling the 4.5%. Um, but yeah, that's as far as I go. So I'm giving it a three. I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed. It's just like, eh, I don't need to, I don't need to do it again. And who's next? You want to go down? Oh. I, I mean, I can go out unless you want to go, you know. I want to go last. I went first last I, week. It's my turn to go last. Okay. Well, I'm... Y'all are straight weirdos. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to <laughs> I know. I'm going to give it a... I was going to give it a, um... Like a two. <laughs> I was. Um, only because, um, I really don't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, it's 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 the aftertaste of the uh, and oh it's um and then I'm kind of mad that I have to drink this entire bottle because the cork is in the wine. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but now um, it goes well with what you said seafood or fish or yes. something. Uh -huh. you, so I will have to um, give it a two until then, okay. because I don't have any of that right now. So I'm just going. I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think two I and a half. I, I do a two. I, and I half. understand I that. So I, I think I understand. And, and just to clarify, these are we are rating these on a scale of five wine glasses with oh, five yes, wine glasses being three, the highest. I'm giving three wine glasses. This is mid for me. Yeah. And Jonathan's yeah, so giving two, two. Two wine glasses. And so. I will say that um, I really, because this was one of the wines I remember mentioning to y'all that I was excited to try because it was bourbon barrel aged, so I was expecting it to have that kick and give a different twist, even something that I thought like a lot of our male listeners who are into drinking bourbon might um, be interested in. And for me, I definitely feel like this is going to be a three for me because 
I have not finished my first glass. I don't think I've re-poured. Really? Um, I don't think I've re-poured. Oh, wow. I, at least re-poured. But I poured a bigger glass than y'all at the beginning. Let's just put that out there. And you know what? I might have reported, but it me. wasn't it wasn't equivalent to my first glass. Like I might have just topped it off like a little bit. But all of that aside, I just I had such high expectations for this wine. I'd heard about it from a couple of people in the wine industry and I was like, Yes, you know, and I was excited that it was something we could like you said, we could find in the store. We didn't have to order it. We didn't have to order it. but it's not something I would ever voluntarily I would not voluntarily drink it again now. If I went somewhere and someone had it and that's what Head and, and that's what I didn't want to drink water or whatever, I would drink it, but I wouldn't just voluntarily drink this wine again. Um, but maybe some of the other ones made out of the uh bourbon barrel aged collection have a different flavor to them, but for me, this is not what I was expecting it to be. I had honestly, I didn't taste any of the hints of any of the flavors that they said were supposed to be in it. So I had I had really high expectations. Like I knew it wasn't supposed to be sweet. I knew it was supposed to be dry. But I at least thought it was gonna have that flavor that I was gonna be like, oh yes, but I can taste the butter. I can taste the um, the fruits, the pineapples. I can't taste anything um, off that list of flavors that were supposed to be in here. So for me, I would have to give it a three. And um, and I will say this for those who are listening, and if you are Chardonnay drinkers. You may enjoy this. I, I think that there are people who enjoy a nice Chardonnay. Um, and if they enjoy a nice Chardonnay, I think that they may, they actually may enjoy this. But, um, yeah, it's it's not, I'm not right. impressed. I'm and if impressed. you are Chardonnay drinkers and you go out and you try it, you go grab this from your local wine store. I think for me down here, I grabbed it from Walmart. Um, but you grab it from your local wine vendor and you do find that you like it we would love to hear yeah, from our, from our, from our, our, mm-hmm. our listening our listener base um as far as what you think about this wine or any of the other wines that we featured and again as always we are open to any wine recommendations from anyone mm-hmm. who has something that they think would be a great wine for us to try um on a future show absolutely and i think alicia that brings us to good vibes or I was about to bust out into the scissor good days but it's good vibes my bad (laughs) Uh, so good vibes you know I I initially had a little note um, to talk about being kind but a point that we made earlier thinking about uh, the woman who decided to stay with you know her husband um, and and obviously no judgment that's we're talking about marriage and no judgment but I had a conversation with a friend earlier this week and it really made me focus on the thought about self-love uh, and setting boundaries for your life. You know, I think that we we get so wrapped up in looking for the pieces that fit our puzzle and we, we, we're looking for people who fit our lives or jobs that fit our budget and, and, and all of those things, but we sometimes miss the whole point of loving you first. So I, I dedicate this mm-hmm. corner to just self-love, you know, loving you first, um, focusing on you, understanding and knowing who you are and setting those boundaries accordingly, you know, and, and Understanding that the people that you allow in your life or the people that you allow to 
either add to or add value um, or even the people who come to disturb or disrupt your peace you have to love yourself first enough to know who those people are and, and not be afraid to let go or grow. Uh, for those people, those places, the jobs, the friends who no longer fit who you are. Um, it, it, it brings me back to something my grandmother used to say, um, and, and I, I've heard it in a few different ways, but when you think about yourself as a tree, you know, you have the, those people who are roots, you have those people who are branches, and you have those people who are leaves. Um, but you have to love yourself enough to know where people fit in your life and for what seasons and for what reasons. Um, but it all stems from you just loving yourself first. Uh, and, and I speak from uh, experience, you know, I've, I've had to do a deep dive into me for, for loving me for who I am and um, all that I've experienced and uh, where I am right now in my life. But it starts with love, loving myself and, and saying no <laughs> to the things that just don't fit. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Right. And being comfortable right. and saying no. Someone once told me that no is the most powerful statement and this is a statement you know no you know no because it's it's not evolving me you know it's not it's not giving me peace it's not giving me a sense of comfort it's not giving me love um but it all starts with you loving yourself enough to walk away or to stay from those people and those things and those jobs and those places that fit for you. So I just say right. to our listeners, love you first and love you enough to, to not be afraid to let go or to grow uh, out of those spaces. So love you because we love you. And, uh, Oh, yeah. It's don't do that on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, I love you. I love you guys. Yeah. No, seriously. I love y'all too. I mean, I mean, and I do believe I it's all too. about finding the perfect, perfect balance before between, um, being selfless and selfish. Absolutely. You know, you have to find that balance and especially right now where people Absolutely. are locked in the house and stuff, you got to find Absolutely. that balance. Absolutely. Well, I think so. we are good. Thank you guys so yeah. much for listening. Um, we, we truly appreciate you guys. Uh, continue to subscribe, like, share, download. Uh, we can be found uh, at R-E-S underscore F-O-R underscore three, uh, both on IG and Twitter. Uh, Professor, where can they find you? Um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Snap. Um, <laughs> professor, um, what is it? <laughs> it's <laughs> professor, like, it's like X S H G or something, right? Yeah, S H G. <laughs> it's not, you know. It, it's just, uh, yeah. And um, it's the it's this fourteen percent. You can find me on those. Um, <laughs> you can find me on those um, platforms. Um, I tweet a lot. I'm on Instagram a lot snap not so much you know but yeah you can find you can find me on all, all three of those uh yeah my snap my snap is not like these little nasty ones that's out here so that won't be happening but yeah snapchat me that um, 
Come on, Alicia. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Professor X S H G. You can find me there. All right, All right Diva. And um, I am on Twitter at True Diva T R U. Shout out to Master P and M Diva D E V A on Twitter. That is where it came from. The T R T R U from you know. True. Yeah, not quite that way, but yes, you know. Uh, well, that's 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 that sounds like a crush on you, little true. and little Cam. But true. that but that true has yeah. an e at the end. My true don't have an e. You sure? <laughs> no, nah, my say. true don't have an e. It's T R U Diva. At no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, I'm talking about the song. Huh? I'm I'm messing up your clothes. I'm talking about the song. You ain't messing up my clothes. Not, not, I, I'm sure. I'm sure they had. <laughs> I'm sure they had an E at the end of theirs. I don't think so. True. That is. It, 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 Say no, it again. It, it, Say it one more time. The, you, you, True. It's T R U U U U U. It's two. It's T R U U U U U U U U U U U. Well, I only got one U. T R U diva d-e-v-a on um twitter <laughs> and um on instagram i am diva doll d-e-v-a d-o-l-l um and that again is me on instagram all right all right and i am at uh, apple underscore jacks j-a-x 23 uh on twitter so uh, that's where you can find us again please follow us you know we we love the the loves the follows we follow back uh and we are we are here and we are excited and, and continue to to be excited for what's to come so uh thank you so much uh and until our next reservation peace love and blessings